having only met her for 10 minutes, when the blindfold came off, I was between her legs. In my previous marriage as well, I had cheated on my husband with another woman and, and I wasn't proud of I'm still not proud of that. I would say it's my least proud moment. You weren't planning positions. You weren't saying, okay, well, you do this, I'll do this. Everyone was just kind of in a big pile, which was yeah. really awesome. And then once the blindfold came off, then it was sort of a free for all. So your first time full swapping is an MFM in which you did a DP. Yes. I'm starting to run out of consonants. <laughs> you can't always be looking over your shoulder to say, well, whose foot did I just kick? Or whose, right. you know, <laughs> whose penis did I just grab? Uh, that's, that's a bad example. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> um, so what are you comfortable with now? I'd say soft play with, with men that, that, that are into that. Situational. Situational. Mm-hmm. So we're talking just like maybe oral. Yeah. 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 I start to kiss her her neck and her breasts and I go down between her legs and I'm performing on her. Um, and then he invites the other girl, um, who then starts to do the same to the birthday girl. A lot of interesting looks from the waitresses. (laughs) Pretty sure they thought I was a prostitute. Get ready. This is consenting adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, you might want to pull out now. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually, like, very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you find it a turn-on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Oh, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guests today are on their second marriage, and they say it couldn't be better. She is 44, a business consultant. He's 46. He's an engineer. They've been married eight years, but been together for 12 years. Jess and Jeff are here to kind of walk us through their evolution as a swinging couple. So welcome to the show. Uh, First of all, can you both kind of basically just describe to me the first marriage? I mean, how was your sex life in your first marriage? Uh, I would say non-existent. Oh, <laughs> I would say the same. <laughs> How long were you married? Uh, seven years, I guess. Uh, it was kind of like high school sweethearts and had, you know, kids young. And then it just got into, you know, work and kids. And you might have sex once a month, maybe. And even then it was kind of a struggle or a negotiation, which was kind of weird because I'm very sexual. So it was... Uh, it was something that I was thinking, well, maybe it, maybe I'm too sexual. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe this is how marriage is supposed to be, but it just didn't feel right for me. Mm-hmm. Jess, how about you? A little bit different for me. Um, you know, when I got with my husband, I think it was strong in the beginning for a short period of time. And then when we got married, it was sort of, you know, maybe two, three times a week. Um, I had sort of this reputation for being oversexed, which was shared with his friends quite a bit. So, which is a really, really strange concept for me because I didn't view that as something negative, but um, it was a unique challenge. And how long were you married? Together longer than married for sure. I think we were together almost 13 or 14 years and then maybe married for three or four. Knowing what you know now, Mm -hmm. are you both kind of shocked that you're capable of staying with someone as long as you were without the sex life that you wanted? Oh yeah, I would say so. I have no idea how I survived it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think people just think it's the norm because if you talk to most of our, our vanilla friends really haven't changed. Most of our vanilla friends don't have a lot of sex and don't really have very healthy sex lives from what 
I would say. I mean, they're great people. It's just they don't talk about sex or do a lot of it. So you meet each other, right? You fall in love. How soon into your relationship did the lifestyle stuff come up? Not for not for a while. We were together for seven years before six or seven years before uh, we were together for ten, <laughs> and then we got in life. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, married for six, and then got right. in life stuff. But but what I will say, um, when we became friends before we sort of fell in love, and we were both going through divorces at the time. We had young kids, so we were arranging like a lot of, you know, we had um, our kids on the same weekends. So we started talking about sex and our experience and our our lack of sex for that matter. Um, so we we started to open up to each other sexually, um, you know, through discussion, um, well before we got together. And it was amazing how much we were aligned, it seemed in terms of, you know, things like kink. And well, it was a lot of conversation about how much we masturbated, in fact, because it was what what porn we watched. watched. (laughs) Um, so it sort of started that way. So the openness, the openness started very early. But then how long were you together as a couple monogamously before you started exploring anything else? 10 years. So yeah. yeah. As soon as we got together, it was fireworks. You know, we were having sex every day. I think we were making up for lost time, <laughs> um, telling our vanilla friends about it. And they just couldn't believe it. Actually, it kind of felt a lot like before we got together with our exes, where people were again, shaming you for being so sexual, it felt like it was such a taboo subject, and you couldn't really talk about it. And I think the way it started for us was, uh, I've, I've always, always known and been open about being bisexual, um, which was another sort of Achilles heel for me in my previous marriage, because again, I was shamed for that, you know, women in the groups of friends thought I was being, I was showing off about my being bisexual, where I was just being honest. And so I was kind of like, I put, I put a lot of that side of my life uh, away for, for a number of years. And then I happened to meet a girl at work. She just, you know, I became attracted to her. We became friends. There was a lot of conversation about sex. I remember coming home one day and saying, I've met this girl and she is just so out there sexually and open. I don't get it to the point where it's almost uncomfortable at work, but I kind of, you know, like it, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, it became flirtatious with the two of us and it got to a point where it was sort of not feeling like it was maybe ethical because I wasn't telling him what was going on. Um, And there was one particular event that I finally said, okay, I have to tell him. We were in a business meeting, her and I, and our boss was across the table from us and we were uh, sitting there and she started to play footsie with me under the table. (laughs) I think maybe we were camping and I had told you about it. We had a couple of drinks and we were camping. Yeah, I knew, I'd met her before. I knew who she was and I knew that they'd been flirting and stuff, which was fine. I wasn't upset. It was certainly a turn on. I just didn't know where it was, like where it would lead, right? So that's where we started talking about a threesome. Well, and that's how it came out because in my, in my previous marriage as well, I had cheated on my husband with another woman and and I wasn't proud of, I'm still not proud of that. I would say it was my least proud moment. Um, So that was not something that I, you know, I wanted to happen in this marriage. So I opened up about it. And that's sort of how it progressed. We talked about a threesome and of course he was all for it. And then I had told her the next day that, you know, we had had this conversation and had pretty amazing sex after having this conversation about bringing her in the bedroom and, and whatnot. Um, and then, yeah, it just sort of evolved from there. No, 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 no. It doesn't yeah. just evolve from there. <laughs> no. Okay. So you, t- you told the girl from work that you guys are like sex talking about it, right? Did anything happen? 
Uh, no. So, so uh, still a lot of flirting for a number of weeks. Uh, and then, you know, just a lot more conversation. She was married. And then she happened to open up to us that she, or to myself, that she, um, that her husband and her had a, an open marriage. And I had never heard that term before. I just didn't understand what that meant. I mean, I obviously have heard about it, but it didn't, it didn't sound right to me. So I'd asked her more about it. And, and she had shared that, you know, she would post pictures of herself naked um, and, you know, men would DM her and her husband would read it. And it was sort of this like virtual cuckolding kind of thing that they had going on. And mm. I was just sort of blown away by the concept. And um, and you told me to research it. I said, because he's a researcher. <laughs> so I said, you need to go research this. This is amazing. I've never heard of this before. So 100 podcast episodes later. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So then tell me, at some point you decide, okay, we're going to kind of dip our toes in. What did you do? Uh, unbeknownst to me, I went off to a business, a business trip yeah. and I get a text from Jess right before I present. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I set up our profile and I put on all our nude pics. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, there's 50 people sitting in front of me. They're all staring at me. And I get this text. I'm like, so I'm like lying. I'm like, I have a technical difficulty here one second. So then I'm logging on to the swinger site and I'm like going through and it's like exploding with like messages and stuff. And I'm like, these are fine for now. But uh, yeah, every coffee break, I was like checking the chats. That's kind of how it led to our first date, which then led to our first meet and greet, which was our first soft swap. Mm -hmm. And it sort of just took off from there. Exploded from there. It really did. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So you started with soft swap. Yeah. Yeah. How long did that last for you guys? Well, there was 36 rules I'd created. <laughs> um, soft swap was one of them. Uh, it lasted maybe three months. Three months. I think about yeah. three months. I, I don't think that we ever anticipated that we would go beyond soft swap. So that I would say definitely there's a lot of things that we didn't expect that, that came out of it. So like what? Um, the friendships, the community, the experiences, fantasies and fantasies, stuff like. Um, like meeting true lifestyle people and just the possibilities are endless. Yeah. As long as you meet the right people, that's the thing, right? So we were not DTF couple where you just go out and pick somebody up and have sex with them. We really wanted that whole friendship side of it. Um, yeah. I mean, once we found that it was certainly exciting. It, it, the challenge is, is finding the right people. Right? Yeah. Three months later, you decide you're going to go a little bit further. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that first experience where it was a full swap? It's a unique experience because we'd have to back up a little bit. We, we had a couple of soft swap situations and they were good in the beginning and they kind of turned bad. Um, what do you mean by that? I think we jumped in a little too quickly. We met this great couple um, and we saw them too frequently, I think. And they were new too. So it, new. it was the, the newbies and the newbies. So you're both kind of trying to figure things out together. And they had some issues. They had some jealousy in their relationship that, you know, was uncomfortable. And, you know, he had low self-esteem, which is a giant turnoff for me. It, we just had to slow things down and be a little bit smarter going forward. Um, but then we met this couple about a month later, we met, we met a couple and they were a little bit more experienced, albeit still new. And, uh, it was just right. It just felt right. You know, everything they kind of stood for from, a, you know, their values, their character, all of those things were right. Their sense of humor, because that's a huge thing for us. Um, and then they exposed us to more. They were very good at communicating. So, you know, they talked a lot about their fantasies and other fantasies and introducing us to other people. And they introduced us to another couple who um, invited us to participate in, an, in a surprise orgy. 
Surprise. Nice. <laughs> Happy birthday. So that was, that was unique. And what, no, okay. Uh, what was the situation? Who was it a surprise for? For, okay. So the, the gentleman, their, their friends, um, the, the husband approached us and wanted to surprise his wife. And we'd only met them once for like 10 minutes. Oh. Uh, yeah. We get a, a text saying, Hey, you know, we don't know each other very well, but I'm trying to plan this special night for my wife. And this is what it would be like. You guys will, you know, sneak into the room and then I'll bring her in blindfolded and I'll tie her up and do a striptease. Do a striptease and then I'll take her to the bed and we'll lay her down. We'll lay her down and, and we'll, then we'll all kind of approach her and then she'll feel all these hands on her and we will f- fulfill her fantasy. So that's that's how that happened. And I mean Well, we, wait, no, so that was the plan. That was, that the, was plan. the plan. And it, and <laughs> did it actually happen that way? It unfolded like that. Oh, yeah. Really? Tell her about the start of it, like going into the room. Oh, yeah. So there's that. I guess the first piece was we we were at a hotel and we had gotten the the four of us had gone in ahead of the other couple. It's like sexual spies, eh? (laughs) And uh, we're going down the hallway and we turn the corner to go into this hotel room and we come around the corner and there is a children's birthday party happening in the hall. Oh, no. Balloons and children (laughs) and me and the other girl and the, and the other our friends were just like grabbed onto each other and basically threw each other into the hotel room as quick as we could cracking up I was just like this cannot be our life they're going to hear everything <laughs> in this bedroom so, uh-huh. yeah, so that was a little strange but I think in terms of the the experience it was amazing it was it worked, very sexy yeah it, I mean it worked out better than we thought like I mean having only met her for 10 minutes when the blindfold came off I was between her legs and so I was expecting like like a someone to hit me on the head like who are you what's your name you know why are you between, why are you between my legs so I was kind of scared when the blindfold came off but it all she, she remembered who I was Thank God. I think she remembered my name but I introduced myself like which is an awkward way to introduce yourself again like, oh my name's Jeff remember and then right back down but, but. so so out of our comfort zone oh, yeah. for sure yeah so you've got to then actually walk me through what actually happened. So like, you're all in this room waiting for her. We're all in the room and we have to be really quiet. You know, we're kind of in our underwear and the girls are in lingerie and, and the birthday girl isn't in the room yet. Uh, So we're all kind of touching and kissing each other because what else are you going to do? You're sitting on a couch in a suite, you know. um, (laughs) You should keep yourself busy. (laughs) Yeah. So then all of a sudden we hear the door opening. So we all are quiet. He leads her in, ties her up. Starts to do this really sexy strip tease, super hot. So you know you're just well. Hold, hold on, who's doing the strip tease? The husband. The husband, the husband. Is, is is stripping the the, the birthday girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. After he gets her stripped, he takes her into the bedroom. We all follow, and then he s- starts to point to the women to join her on the bed. So then he pointed to me first. Now I had never been with him either. I had never even kissed him, so it was it was strange. Um, I start to kiss her her neck and her breasts and I go down between her legs and I'm performing on her um and then he invites the other girl um who then starts to do the same to the birthday girl and then um you know slowly everybody starts to come onto the bed and she can feel all of these hands on top of her and 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 then she you know she then she starts to smile and you can tell she realizes there's more people in the room and um yeah and then she takes the blindfold off I, I I'm so bad at, at you are so bad I'm because so this, bad this I'm, I'm starting to wonder what's going on at the kids' birthday party. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it was it was extremely sexy. It was just and the husband was kind of sitting back, kind of orchestrating the whole thing, which was really, really cool to see. Because, I mean, obviously we hadn't been in, I mean, we kind of define orgy as anything like five plus type thing. So we'd never been in an orgy. We've never been with six people before. So it was really interesting to see the dynamic where he could kind of sit back, orchestrate everything. Uh, his wife was loving it. And we were having an amazing time. It all kind of happened organically. It, it, you couldn't, you, know, you weren't planning positions. You weren't saying, okay, well, you do this, I'll do this. Everyone was just kind of in a big pile, which was yeah. really awesome. And then once the blindfold came off, then it was sort of a free for all for everybody to participate <laughs> with each other. And it was fantastic as orgies are, which are always my favorite. This particular couple that invited us to this surprise orgy, you know, has really opened our minds to a number of different things. So I would say about a week after that, um, our friends um, reached out, her in particular reached out to all of us and set up the scenario where she was actually going out of town. And um, she wanted us to have an MFM with her husband. And it was the first time that they were going to play a part as well. I wanted to have an MFM. I wanted to experience that, certainly, but I not at the... We we're not we were, at the we, risk of messing up our friendship. So and I we were looking to go out and, and find single males at that point. Like we'd heard a whole bunch of podcasts where it's difficult to find really good single males in, in the lifestyle and stuff. And we were way too new into it to kind of go online and say, hey, any single males out there? So this was kind of the first opportunity when you have really close friends that can lend a partner, right? Yeah. And what we didn't want to happen was jealousy or anything like that because, you know, we definitely value the friendship with them. We do value the friendship with them. They're, they're definitely our closest friends in the lifestyle. Um, so, you know, there was a lot of talking and discussion and and we ended up planning it and it was amazing. Um, that was the, f- the first full swap. full swap for myself anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then after that, you know. Oh my God, there you go again. I did it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So the wife goes out of town, right? Yes. Yeah. Was it as good and as hot as you thought it would be or more so? <laughs> yes. I was worried. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. But yeah, it was amazing. How and why was it so amazing for you? Going into it, I, I thought that there would be jealousy. I thought that whenever you're going into a new experience, you, you're really somewhat unsure. But for me, I mean, seeing Jess getting pleased by two guys, her enjoying it. Uh, there was you know different positions, obviously, you can do when uh, you have two males. So being able to experiment with that, like it's just... Uh, uh, was a, such a turn on, and that kind of you know led to you know future uh, fantasies and stuff that we that we did. But, mm-hmm. uh, well, but that, were, were you guys were you guys opposite ends of the torso? Opposite ends of the torso. Yeah, you, there are some men who like don't want any incidental touching. So when they do an MFM, like oh. they always are at opposite ends of the torso, so they don't ever have to touch. No, um, uh, it kind of brings up a different topic. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm pretty heteroflexible. So. And the other gentleman was too, so we could touch and we, we weren't, uh, you know, standoffish where don't come near me, don't, you know, don't rub against me, that type of thing. But was it just incidental touching or was it something more? Uh, it turned into more later in our relationship with that with that couple. Um, so we had done a lot of talking about what is okay and what's not ahead of time, just so you don't get in awkward situations or make people feel uncomfortable or make someone do something that later they regret, but they did it just because they didn't want to make, make everyone feel bad. So there was a ton of communication back and forth with what Jess was comfortable with, what the, the wife was comfortable with, um, and then what me and the other gentleman were, would be comfortable with. So we were pretty, I guess, clear going in there that there would be touching and things like that. Eventually it moved into, into more. 
what was off the table for that first experience? Well, I definitely wanted to do DP. Oh, yes. How, so how was that? It was amazing. It was my first time doing that. Um, so that was that was a fantasy of mine that I wanted to fulfill. What was interesting about the, the going into the whole thing was if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be the female in the situation. I'm going to be in charge of, you know, what's going to happen here. So I, I really set up the mood for, for the evening. Um, they asked me, what do you want? How do you want this to go? So, you know, I had a particular fantasy where I wanted to meet both men in this lobby bar at this hotel that we were going to be doing the MFM at. And classy hotel. Very, very classy hotel. <laughs> So, you know, I wanted to meet them downstairs and I asked them both to dress in really nice, um, you know, business suits as though we were going to, we were having a business meeting. You know, I was sitting there and all of a sudden I had both men's hands on my knees and going up my thighs and... A lot of interesting looks from the waitresses. (laughs) Pretty sure they thought I was a prostitute. No, no. Um, yeah. And then we, we headed upstairs. Um, and then, you know, it just sort of all transpired from there. Oh my gosh. She did it to me again, Jeff. She did it to me again. (laughs) So we get her upstairs (laughs) and, um, so she's been in control this whole time. And then, so I guess the last piece of control that she has, she kind of said, okay, I want to strip you guys. So she stripped both him and I, and then, at that point, she kind of gave us control where we started kissing her, uh, taking you know her dress off, touching her, uh, putting her on the bed. And then again, it wasn't orchestrated. We just, you know, started soft swapping, you know, so she was sucking on my dick and he was, you know, going down on her and then we'd switch or, you know, he'd move to the nipples or what have you. We had lots of time. So we were taking our time, which was great. So um, you sat back for a while and sat back and watched for a bit. And then the other gentleman could sit back and watch for a bit. And then finally he, um, you know, he asked if he, if he could enter me and I said, absolutely. And I was a little concerned at the very beginning that how you would feel about it. Certainly Um, we did have a couple of drinks, so that took the edge off. Um, Wait a second. So this is also your first time full swapping? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, that was the full. I guess the the whole lead up to this whole conversation, this MFM and yeah, full swap. Of course, when, you know, we had sex and and it was great. And then I had said, you know, I'd love for the to try this DP and, and we did that. And yeah, it was definitely one of my hottest experiences, I would say. Wow really sexy. And then sitting back after and having a drink with everyone sitting there naked, talking about the, you know, the experience and so forth. And one of the things we wanted to know from her was, what do you want? Do you want stories? Do you want picture? Do you want video? And uh, she definitely wanted some pictures. Um, I was definitely nervous the next day about her reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, That was probably the biggest anxiety I had was just how how she was going to feel being away like I was trying to put myself in her shoes. How would I feel, right? If, you know, my husband is doing this and I have no idea what's going on. And and, and what she was probably turned on by it, right? Like she couldn't wait. Well, <laughs> she was. And I, I have to say, I mean, I, I value this friendship that we have with them so much, but I've learned so much even from her and she helped me push my boundaries. I definitely had a lot of jealousy in my previous life. And even at the beginning of our relationship, before we got into the lifestyle, I was an extremely jealous person seeing the way that she handled handled herself with such grace, I was like, you know what, I want to experience this. I want to, I want to push my own boundaries in this way. And, and we did, we actually, Jeff played a part for me and it was the most amazing experience. And it just evolved my whole thinking and my kink in the lifestyle to something I never thought could ever be. So 
So your first time full swapping is an MFM in which you did a DP. Yes. I'm starting to run out of consonants. <laughs> um, so Jeff, you said that the relationship with this couple and with the man has since evolved some more. How has it evolved? What's different now? I'd always seen myself as kind of like, you know, just a regular straight guy. But then, I mean, the more time you spend with couples and obviously guys and body parts everywhere, you know, it came up with, you know, what are we comfortable with, you know, from a male perspective? Because the females, you know, would say, okay, well, you know, I'm bi-curious or I'm straight or I'm bisexual, which is completely fine and open pretty well in the, in the lifestyle. But, you know, for males, it's pretty well every profile says straight. Uh, with the four of us, we had open conversations about what we're comfortable with. And it just opened it up so that we could, I guess, explore a bit more. I, I guess I felt in the, our, our initial encounters with other couples that I didn't like the fact that that the women could kind of touch and, and be involved with each other. And the men had to stay six inches apart or 12 inches apart. And there could be no touching. And if there was, there was something wrong. And it just felt unnatural because everyone's entwined in these situations that you you can't always be looking over your shoulder to say, well, whose foot did I just kick? Or whose, right. you know, <laughs> whose penis did I just grab? Uh, that's, that's a bad example. Um, <laughs> um, so what are you comfortable with now? I'd say soft play with, with men that, that, that are into that. Situational. Situational. Mm-hmm. So we're talking just like maybe oral? Yeah. 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 I mean, this is all kind of an exploration. So I don't even know if I would go, you know, and have, you know, sex with a man or, or what have you or, or things like that. But everything really evolves. Like, and if you have open minded people that you enjoy being with, then, you know, the, the world's kind of your oyster. Looking back, though, because every man that I've talked to who are OK with that can look back to before they were in the lifestyle and say, oh, yeah, there was this. And was there any of that in your background? No, that's weird. I mean, I've heard that on other podcasts and things like that. And um, it really, for me, it was all of a sudden, you're there, you're in a sexy environment, and there's a penis, or there's, <laughs> you know, uh, a chiseled body or something, right? And you're like, well, I really can't touch that. I'm like, well, why can't I? Like, if I, if I want to, and he's fine with it, why can't we, right? It's such a better experience when you're in a sexy environment or in a play session when there's no holds barred. Consent, of course, is all there, but you know, things can just happen freely. It's so much sexier. And you can find this sexy couple on Twitter. They're at Honeyspoon11. All right, next time on Consenting Adults, it may seem like an oxymoron, but the confident cuck talks about why he likes to be with his girlfriend just after she's had sex with someone else and why he thinks cuckolding is so misunderstood. It's kind of like a steak where you have it still resting. It's still cooking a little bit on the counter. So I like to come in in that time. That is where I thrive. That is like, let me go down with you. Let me make out with you. Let me dirty talk to you. Like, use me however you wish. And a lot of times that's when I'll have sex. That's when I'll actually have penetration. And I love hearing, you know, how much bigger he was. Um, I love feeling how much wetter she is. That's next time on Consenting Adults. <laughs>